So the Max and Wancast got its first sponsorship, Max. You want to know what it is? Tell me, please. It's Anchor. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Anchor, Max? Well, I know it's free, and I know they have a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast, whether it's from your phone, your computer, or whatever you're using. But I know one thing. You know a lot more about editing than I do. Yeah, most definitely, bro. I'm the one that steers this ship as far as edit-wise. But what I like about it, I like that you can distribute your podcast automatically all in one place to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more, like Google Podcasts. You can also make money from making your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Link in the description, guys. I'm like I'm like mad in I'm like mad in, in, in trade deals right now with, with the trade value of players. Oh god. <laughs> Should, you know, one day can we have an all like a Madden podcast? I would love to do it. I would love to play any any the the followers in Madden. I know half of you guys, so I'm pretty sure I'll demolish all you guys. Look, that's a future podcast. <laughs> the Madden. Our Madden our history with Madden. I know, right? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We just got through watching a triple header. I'm joined by my good friend, Juan. What's going on, everybody? Happy MLK Day. It was more than a triple header. It was about, what, eight games today? Well, I'm just talking about the TNT. But, yeah, they had a bunch of games. One game got canceled because of COVID. We're not going to talk about that. COVID is non-existent. If you're in a major sports league, you don't talk about it. Yeah, hashtag fuck COVID, bro. A hashtag for the rest of the year <laughs> or for rest of COVID's life. Oh, but man. you know what? There was good games today. It wasn't like Christmas. No, it was not like Christmas. Christmas was a bunch of blowouts. It looks like it looks like guys are kind of getting their legs under them. I feel like a lot of guys came into the season out of shape, even though they had longer off seasons than usual. Like you, only a few teams had short uh, off seasons. The Lakers and Heat throwing Denver, throwing Boston, but most teams had what like. Eight months to get in shape, man. Tell that to Luca. Hey, that's not on him, bro. Boy's just eating good. <laughs> I'm not even a Luca guy. That's just a. He's been out of shape, man. He's been shooting the ball poorly, but I think he'll be fine. Well, look, it's MLK Day. We are recording this on Monday, but this podcast is probably not going to go out until Wednesday. We just seen the Laker game. They just blew the game Ugh, to the Warriors. Come on. As soon as I saw them get up by 20, I was like, all right, this is going to be a long... They took their foot off the gas. Yeah, they took their foot off the gas, and we haven't talked about the Lakers in a while. It's been a minute. we kind of been unbiased on this podcast. No, even we're unbiased. Even when we talk about the Raiders or Eagles, we're pretty unbiased, I feel like. The one thing that stood out to me in this game was Dennis Schroeder. I like what he did during the game, but this these last two minutes of this game... Oh, man, that was a tough. Let's talk about the final possession. I don't know what happened. Well, they get the ball off the miss. They don't call a timeout. And then they don't run a play for Braun or AD. They try to get the ball. Somehow it ends up in Caruso's hands with like a second to go. And they thank God they called a timeout. And they they didn't even call a timeout that that quick because they only had 1.5 left. So it's not like they had much. Was there any doubt in your mind that they were going for the three? No, at that point, no. I, I thought maybe they'll run a play to AD, but they gave it to Braun. Maybe it was a two-option play, and it wound up just being LeBron open. But, man, it, it was a great – it wasn't a great shot, but it was a good shot. It was a good enough look. Pretty sure the Lakers had no interest in playing that game into overtime. 
they were like, you know what? These five minutes we don't need on our legs. And it's not like the Warriors are going to be a big player. I mean, that obviously could end up different, but I still don't see it for them. I don't see it either. I I love what I see, what I've been seeing from Curry these last two weeks. It seems like that sixty point game really got him kicked into gear. But this game wasn't really Curry. It was really the bench from the Warriors. Yeah, after the first quarter, they were down big, and the bench lineup comes in. Wanamaker, Pascal, Pascal played good. Him and Montrez were getting a little chippy there. I liked it. I I don't know why the Lakers played Montrez and. In those last little few minutes, I felt like he wasn't supposed to yeah, be on the floor. Just to get him some reps. Just get him some reps, I guess, if you need him for something. It's not like Lakers' best lineup, we know it's AD at the five. He didn't play it. I'm not sure why he was out there. I guess because they had Looney out there. They were like, yeah, we can get away with it. That's what's good about this thing for the Lakers. They've been experimenting with lineups all year long. Me and you were watching basically every game, and it's he's tweaking it. There was no THT tonight either. Yeah. So, like you said, it's always something different every every single night. Can I give a shout-out to somebody I've been very critical of in the past for the Lakers? Who's that? Kyle Kuzma. Dude, he's shooting the ball good this year. He's shooting 40% from three. I don't think that's going to stay the same. Maybe he'll like dip to 36, 37. He shot 31% last year. And his defense is still at a high energy. He's not. We're not I'm not saying he's no first-team all defense, but... Max was the first person to say that Kyle Kuzma was not going to be able to improve. He had a good reasoning. He had a good reason, but t- tell him, Max, what what you used to say about Kyle Kuzma. I said, I don't see how he can get better on defense. And I still kind of stand by it, but when I said that, this is when Luke Walton had him. No, I said it last year. I said, you know, he's not really a type of guy where you can kind of leave him alone. I mean, from whenever I said that, I think the next two games was the Bucks and the Clippers, and he showed up in the Clippers game on defense. He did all the dirty work. He's playing with effort ever since I said that about him, and that was more than we could say about him, what, the last, like, the three years before that? Yeah, definitely. He he was atrocious on defense. He's basically what right now, a 3 and D guy with a little offensive creation to him? Yeah, He's definitely. a good cutter. Very good cutter without the ball. So, look, I understand that LeBron missed the shot this tonight and all this and that but look i want to get into it mvp talk for lebron james i believe he he has some of the best odds right now next to luca i know you said that there was no way in hell that he was going to get it partially because ad partially because it's lebron how do you feel about it right now i think we're kind of overestimating it right now with him i still don't even think he's tapped into the lebron we know and love i know he's putting up great numbers he hasn't been Man, I don't want to say he hasn't been good. He's been really good, but I just don't see the MVP in him. Like, I know you could always give it to him, the 26, 8, and 8. But this isn't like last year's team where it was LeBron and the AD show. This is an actual team. Like, there's a team around LeBron now where I'm pretty sure you'd agree with me. His workload, it's the easiest it's ever been for him. Most definitely. And I think a big part of him being up in the MVP candidate race is AD. AD's kind of on a cruise control right now. I asked you this question like two weeks ago, I guess. What's the hardest you've seen AD play? I've seen I've seen him go 60% effort, maybe 70 one game. Yeah, it hasn't been that much effort, to be honest. I'm, and I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. I get it. Short offseason, you're coasting right now. Yo, if the Lakers are going to coast and end up as like the one or two seed, I'm not mad at that. I mean, look, we're playing better on the road than we are at home, even though there's no fans. <laughs> I know, right? All of our losses have been at home. 
knowing the performance that that we just seen from Dennis Schroeder, taking out what what we've seen from this last play, I was I was going in going in this game thinking he's by far our best player after Braun and AD. Easily, I a hundred percent agree with that. There was at no point last year where we could give the ball to Rondo. I know Laker fans are going to say the bubble. What about the bubble? This version of Dennis Schroeder is better than playoff Rondo. He gets to the rim at will. He think he had like what fifteen points in the first quarter. Yeah, he was torching them. That's what LeBron needs. He needs like a scoring offensive point guard to kind of take the pressure off him. Yeah, and, he's, and we didn't he's have that been last phenomenal year. Phenomenal on defense. Oh, he's a pest. He's a hundred percent a pest, and he's like got some tenacity to him. Yeah, most definitely. The, the only negative that I seen it really turned me off was that last possession. Man, I did not like what I seen from him. He was very undecisive. I don't know why he wasn't looking towards AD or LeBron. I don't know what it was, but I didn't like what I seen. The only thing I haven't liked from him is sometimes he gets a little shot happy. I think that's going to reel itself in. Can I kind of take this MVP talk to a different direction? Yeah. How crazy would it be to give it to KD so far? Because that game against Milwaukee, I'm sorry, Giannis. I love you, bro. You're an amazing player, but KD on a different level, my oh, guy. Oh, my goodness. You stole the words out of my mouth. It's He's low-key child's play right now. It's kind of like what LeBron did to him last year. There's levels to this shit, my guy. KD was 10 for 21 today with 30 points. He had two blocks, nine rebounds, six assists. And he had, what, 47 the, the game before this? I think he's back. I think it's safe to say he's, he's back. 100% back. He's back. <laughs> Which is insane. He. This is a guy who came off with Achilles tear. And hasn't played basketball in 18 it's, months? It's, it's crazy. It. A lot of people are, are going to miss the fact that it's probably one of the best comeback seasons in sports history. I've told you this. When he ruptured his Achilles... I read initial reports that it wasn't going to be as bad because it wasn't his plant leg. So he's a right hand. Most right-handed guys jump off their left. He ruptured his right Achilles. So maybe that's kind of an aspect a lot of people underrated. I don't think most people knew that. All I know is that ruptured Achilles is fucking bad, dude. That's that's almost done. Okay, I haven't seen a lot of players come back from Achilles. I think this is probably going to end up being the best case scenario. Because I think everyone was saying Wesley Matthews was the best case scenario. But KD, that's the only thing I would say is he hasn't looked the same jumping. But it's still so early in the season. Maybe he doesn't have his legs back. I mean, staying with the Nets, James Harden played a second game. Do you have any thoughts? How is Kyrie Irving going to fuck this up? That's my (laughs) thoughts. I just want to say one thing. So Harden missed the clutch shot. He got the rebound pass to KD. Harden, stop taking clutch shots, okay? Just give it to KD. Get out of the way, bro. Yeah, KD's the alpha on that team. It has to be him. Him and KD shoot the ball so fucking much. It's kind of unbelievable. So I jotted it down if you were interested in hearing it. Let me hear this. The first game, the first game, the Nets took 78 shots. 44 of the shots were either KD or Harden. That's a total of 56% of attempted shots two guys took on the team. Today... KD took 21, Harden took 25 out of 84. So you total that up, that's 46? So 46 divided by 84, that's roughly what, like 53%? Still over 50. I'm curious, I haven't discussed this with you. Lakers shoot 88 shots a game. How many of those shots are Bron and AD? I'm giving LeBron at least 21, AD about 20, so yeah, about 40. 33 shots a game. 
That's 38%. Oh, wow. Let's go to PG and Kawhi. Clippers shoot 85 shots. I'm guessing it's less now, about 33, 35. 34 shots. Okay. 40%. I'm going to do two more, okay? And they're not even, Blazers, that, they're not even that deep, the Clippers. No, not, not at all. I got two more for you. Blazers, 92 shots a game. What about Dame and CJ? Man, Dame takes a lot of shots. Uh, I'm going to say 40. 39. That's impressive. 42% though. And this is a bonus one I put in. The Warriors with Steph, Clay, and KD, three guys. What's the percentage of shots those three guys were taking out of 86 shots? Man, you would have to think at least 50. They took 57 out of the 88, which is 66%. So, But right now, they're at 50. Let's say they're 55%. Kyrie's what twenty shots a game too. More so than if you that, got three guys you, take, you know Kyrie's going to come back and he's going to shoot a lot of shots. Say they're shooting sixty out of the seventy-eight shots. It's about like 80, 70 to eighty percent. I don't think we've ever seen that in NBA history. Like, who's the guy who's going to sacrifice? We've seen it. Bosh, Kevin Love. I don't have any idea. I know it's between Harden and Kyrie, right? You don't want KD sacrificing anything. No, and that that's the big question going into this. And it's who's going to sacrifice? Who's going to be that guy? And I don't see James Harden being it. And I don't see Kyrie Irving doing it. Maybe Kyrie, but I, I doubt it. I highly doubt it. I feel like they're going to make KD be the sacrificer. And that's the complete wrong guy to make sacrifice shots. You need him. I think something that's so underrated when you talk about like a great threesome of teammates or great duo is the complementing set of skills. How underrated is it that the Warriors had Draymond Green and Clay, two guys that don't really need the ball in their hands? That like Draymond Green doesn't give a shit about scoring, so he's like, I'm just going to do all the dirty work. I'll set you guys up. I'm happy. Clay Thompson's like, I'll get my 15 shots a game, but I only got to touch the ball like 20 seconds to get my 15 shots. Yeah, and I'm just going to play defense. Exactly. So what? You're just going to make Harden a Three and D. Oh, wait, he can't play defense. What are you going to make him? A spot-up shooter? Kyrie, a spot-up shooter for plays? And you have Joe Harris already filling in that role. So, like, where do you go from here? How do these guys complement each other? And I get it. You can't double everyone. And I get in the playoffs, the rotation shorter. These three guys are going to get all the shots. But you're putting a lot of workload on these three guys coming into the season. That that brings up the question, do you trade a guy like Kyrie Irving? If I could get a solid package back, if I get three role players back, I would do it. And, like, a first-round pick, I would do it immediately. And he's too much of a wild yeah, card. Yeah, and sadly, I don't think he's his value is up right now. I don't think any team wants to touch him. Can I say one pro thing about Kyrie Irving? What's that? Kyrie Irving, the human beings, he's a pretty good dude. He's weird as shit. I'm not gonna lie. But he, did you see today? He built George Floyd a like he bought his family a home. <sighs> I did. Like that's just nice to hear. It, that is it nice is, to hear. It is. But, it's just so convenient that it came out now. I mean, yeah, of course, right? It's like look, look, kind of weird timing. That's great. I'm not, I'm not just, I'm not trying to take away anything from that. I just want to say, Kyrie Irving's a good dude, but as a basketball player and just teammate, I don't think you can count on him. His job is to play basketball. It's a worldwide sport. People critique it. People are going to critique your game, bro. It's what happens. All right. Yes, a, a lot of these guys are great human beings, but I just, I, we're not calling them a, a shitty human being. We're really not. We're, that's all I wanted to say. That's all. I don't want people to think. That's oh, just, we just hate Kyrie Irving. That's just stupid. No. Man. it's just the people automatically think that. It's like the typical stupid um, sports fan who, when you're arguing with them, and they go to, "Oh, you know what? Well, he's better than you. He makes more money than you." 
No fucking shit, bro. I would hope so. I would hope. I would hope they're better than me at basketball. You know what, though? We're better at them at podcasting. So F them, bro. <laughs> but look, the the whole Kyrie situation, I'm critiquing his basketball skills, okay? That's it. I'm and critiquing him on skills. the floor. And, the, and leadership skills. And the whole thing off the floor, that's great and all, bro. I, I really do. I get it. All right? Um, rest in peace, George Floyd, all of that. But look, I'm the kind of person that when you do stuff like that, you don't brag about it, bro. You just don't. Okay. Oh, it wasn't him. I will it, say, it yeah, wasn't it him. wasn't it was him. But Jackson. I find it very odd that it came like the out. Timing the timing of it. It's very off. Yeah, maybe because he's been getting bashed in the press or being like kind of an asshole to his teammates that came out, and the people are defending him, which I get, but. Dude, just be a good teammate. That's all I'm asking you to be. Show up, do your job, don't complain. I mean, last year when he got to the Nets, oh, we don't have enough good players. And you, like, sit out the whole year because your shoulder? Like, come on, Kyrie. And, I mean, let's go to Giannis, man. I'm done talking about the Nets. Not Giannis and the Bucks. Let's talk about them. I'm so sick of their defensive scheme. I fucking hate it, bro. I hate watching KD pull up for a 15-foot shot because <laughs> Brooke Lopez has been told just protect the layup like hey dumbass that's a layup for that dude basically for kd that shit's a fucking walking i'm like bro adapt adapt this is all this shit we've been hearing about you as you have to adapt where is it and let's go to Giannis. why the fuck is he not just playing in the post like bro stop taking jump shots play like shaq they still want him to be that point guard guy they i think they just feel like they seen the the method last year with the whole five and out, it worked in the regular season, and they're just looking to do it again. But it, you're playing with fire at that point, man. We always talk about it. That shit don't work in the playoffs, man, and it don't work in in close games like this against the team like a team like the Nets. I'm not sure who their best five is, but I would feel like the best five's got to be Giannis at the five. Like Giannis is the big out there. He can protect the basket. He can switch. He can gobble up rebounds. And then if you if people go small on Giannis, I would put him on the block and say jump hook. He did a couple of jump hooks today, and I was like, bro, why is that not your go-to shot? You can't shoot jump shots at all. He went one for ten from the free throw line the game before this one. Like, <laughs> what are you doing, man? Like, you're going to start hacking Giannis if you keep that shit up. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of the times when they get into big games like this, it just comes down to... Is Giannis going to make his threes? Because early and often he was taking those threes, and I, I think he started off two for two. Let's give him a little props, though. At least he has the balls to take. He them. does have the and balls to take. He took some mid ranges. I love the mid ranges he shoots. I'm like, dude, take those all game. You can stop if you miss a couple threes. Just take the mid range, bro. I got faith in the mid range a, a little bit. Look, I'm going to ask you a question. You're Giannis, okay? Would you consider shooting free throws underhand if it meant 85%? <sighs> Look, if I'm Giannis, I'm willing to do anything. I, I know I, I'd rather shoot zero percent. What, bro? You, there's a there's something about you got to look the part. Oh my! Underhand goodness. free throws. Who are you, cool. Shaq? I'm Shaq, bro. I'm with him. I would rather shoot zero percent. I get too fucked, man. If it's if that shit if it goes in, I'm gonna keep on doing it. I feel like at this point you should just try to shoot left handed. <laughs> Like just it's get bad. your mechanics with your left hand. It's bad. I don't think I don't understand why people are like, oh, it can get better. I'm like, dude, there's no signs that this is getting better. I will say the one thing that is getting better about the Bucks 
I like what I've seen from Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton looked like really good gets, this, um, for today. Uh, the whole season, really. I, I feel like he gets way too much hate. He wasn't good in the bubble last year, but let's be real. The Bucks weren't. It wasn't just Middleton. Yeah, and he gets a lot of shit because he, he made an all-star and not a lot of people Got think that he big was. bag. That big bag. And the big bag. And he's he's really, you know, he's the number two to Giannis. And a lot of people, not even a lot, everyone thinks that the Bucks can do better. I think they can. Easily. You know what? I like the Bucks matchup against Brooklyn because they got Drew Holiday. You put him on Harden. You can put Giannis on KD. You can put Middleton on Kyrie. I like the matchup at least. At least they have the bodies to throw at those guys. Yeah. It'll be interesting. That's definitely going to be a, a preview of some type of playoff matchup. You can't see why those teams are not going to meet up. with. But let's move on to another contender. How about the Clippers? What do you think about the Clippers so far? I don't know if you know this, but Paul George is out with a vengeance. Did you know that? Hey, look, I'm I'm convinced he watched our video, bro. That shit fueled oh, him. Look, Paul George, you can do you can have an MVP type season, bro. No one's gonna think different <laughs> until the lights are at the brightest. And then you gotta show up. We've seen this show from Paul yeah, George. You're not you're not lying, bro. If I'm a Clipper fan though, I'm hyped. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, oh Paul George, he's back. I'm gonna buy into it. But, like, you got to think there's that little seed in the back of your mind that's like, oh, shit. Like, I've seen this show. They blew a big lead to the um, Warriors a week ago. I know the Lakers just blew a lead, too. But if you're a Clipper fan, big leads are your, like, worst fear. Kawhi is still playing solid. They're, I think they'll be fine. And Paul George is on a tear. But it comes back to what you said. I want to see him do it in the playoffs. I want to see him have a really good game. That guy has to show up. I'm not looking towards the regular season numbers. Would you say he's been better than Kawhi this year? I would say that. Yeah, as of that, right he's now, the he's best player on the Clippers Kawhi. as of right now. I mean, just performance-wise, but we all know who's the top dog on the Clippers. Come on. Like Last year, I felt like they were never healthy, right? It was always a guy coming in and out of the lineup. I want to see them clicking on all cylinders. I want to see a, like a clash in the regular season of Lakers and Clippers or everyone's playing good. Because like, the first game of the year, it's like the first game. Like Who gives a shit, man? Everyone wrote the Clip- Lakers off last year after one game. Yeah. Even after and they, they were, lost on Christmas, they're like, "Oh, they can't beat the Clippers." Yeah. And I'm telling you, if we played them last year, we would have beat the shit out of them. They had no answer for anything, and they were they were folding at the seams. We already know the issues with the Clippers. Do you think they have a trade in them? Definitely, they definitely got a trade in them. Did Who are you thinking? I like the I like the front court actually, Abaka and Zubac. I feel like those guys both bring a little bit different shit to the table. Like Serge can stretch the defense, protect the rim, and uh, Zubac can roll to the rim. Maybe upgrade the point guard. Maybe get a guy to solidify the bench. Like, who would you trade, though? That's the one thing I'm kind of... Okay, Batum, he's not going to do shit for them in the postseason. I'd be surprised (laughs) if he played. No, and Morris should be... I believe Morris is back, right? Yeah, he's had a couple games under his belt. I think Lou Williams might be the guy that's out because I think he's been having a terrible season. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's, It's like, man, who do you trade him to? He's old. Maybe a team like... I don't know, Phoenix? No, I think Phoenix is doing great right now. And I mean, I know they just lost to the Grizzlies in a close-ass game. I've been kind of underwhelmed by the way they've used Aiton so far. I think we've already talked about it, but I need to see more from Chris Paul and getting Aiton involved and Booker. And But I'll say this, Bridges has taken off for them. Oh, my gosh, Bridges has been great. Long arms. 
Or he looks like the 2K uh, my player where they just stretch the arms out. <laughs> and he's like, bro, what the they hell? They had a really good eight arms. They, yeah, they had a really good game um, today against the, the Grizzlies, even though they lost. Yeah. John Morant, anyone? Dude, he's back. Oh, so my good. Goodness. Can Jaron Jackson get healthy, please? Tell me about it. John Morant, fucking baller, dog. Do you think Grizzlies could sniff their way into the postseason? I think they could get into the play Look, hey, they didn't play that bad with John Morant back. They stayed above above waters. I think they're on a five-game win streak, and they're 3-0 and or 2-0 and since he's came back. I mean, he's obviously their best player. But Jaron Jackson, he's like the second guy. He's their little dynamic duo. Hopefully he gets back. He should be back soon. And they're, they're young guys in their second unit and just their bench in general. They are really good. They're kind of underrated. Maybe Brandon Clark from last year, but I, I feel like a lot of people know him just because he did have a really good rookie year last year. Have you ever seen that video of him shooting in a college where the ball's like behind his head? It's like a slingshot <laughs> for, to where it is now. I love when I miss the bad shot mechanics there in the NBA where people had like shitty jump shots because now like every every coach is like, all right, <laughs> we're never gonna have another Michael Kidd Gilchrist ever. My guy's Desmond Bain. He's a rookie. I think he's just solid, man. I don't know what it is about the Grizzlies. I don't know if it's coaching or just they have good players. They don't have anyone who's, like, trash. They got, like, 10 guys who are just solid. Yeah. Those guys are just continuing to blossom every single game. Is there a team? I'm going to take this to the Eastern Conference, but is there a team that you want to talk about in the East that's kind of blossoming? Hey, the Pacers? Definitely the Pacers. Yo, let's talk about Karis LeVert. You know he's out indefinitely, and they That's found a mask on his kidney. That's fucking crazy. I hope it's just nothing's bad, man. Like, anytime you hear that, you just jump to some type of horrible disease like cancer. I hope it's not, man. That's just unfortunate I mean, just looking at it, involved. looking at it from the bright side, this trade probably saved his life. Shit, that happened to the Eagles long snapper. They traded him, and he had a physical, and they found he had a heart defect. He had to retire, and they repaired it. I mean, thank God he got traded then. If that was part of the physical, man. Yeah. That's insane, though. But let, let's go. Let's go down the brighter side. Let's stay on the court. Sabonis is blossoming. He's going to be a perennial <sighs> all star. Miles Turner showing signs of life finally. Miles Turner out here. Look, what He's about always Michael? Been good on defense. What about Brogdon? Good thing the Bucks kept Bledsoe over him, right? Man, God, yeah, so Brogdon stupid. is fucking really good, man. He's probably the definition of an underrated player in the NBA. I love some Malcolm Brogdon. I feel like he should be playing for the Spurs because he would fit their mold so great. <laughs> I don't do anything super flashy. I make crisp bounce passes. I leave my sh- form up when I shoot. Yeah, that's a pop of it. kind of give me some Spurs vibes from the East just because probably they're in Indiana in a super small market. <laughs> exactly. That, that's Popovich's wet dream right there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can I give you my team from the East? That's been really impressing me. Who's that? 76ers, man. This Doc, Doc Rivers in that first year, you know he's special in that first year with that bad culture. <laughs> Doc Rivers loves to fix bad culture. They've been playing well, man. Look, I want to talk about Embiid. Embiid is having a very good year. He he's I know it's 11 games, and I know it's a small sample size, but, hey, he's shooting his best field goal percentage of his career right now he's shooting his best three-point percentage of his career right now he's playing at an mvp type level i'm finally glad to see that the play is matching the hype around him not that he hasn't been good in the past few years he's been one of the best big men but he's always been the type of guy to leave us wanting more and i know the sixers have put shitty teams around him especially like schematically what 
schematic wise teams excuse me who would have guessed a shooter or two would help him beat who would have guessed who would have guessed it and ben simmons hey he's still not shooting threes like we want him to can we talk about ben simmons for five minutes <laughs> i would have done the trade so much if i was the 76ers i would have traded ben simmons so fucking fast i would have packed his bag drove him to the airport put him on the plane <laughs> jesus strapped him in and then i would have bought him a place in houston to live the rest of his life I don't, I'm so disappointed in this guy. I know he's great. I know, I know. You can he's re, you can build a team around him. Well, if you build a team around this guy, what the fuck are you going to get? A shittier version of the Bucks? A shittier version of Giannis that's just too scared to shoot and isn't as big or physical or freaky? Seriously, just tell me. What, what's the team with Ben Simmons? Yeah, you hit it right on the nose. It's it's a watered-down version of what the Bucks are. Just a bunch of shooters. What was the thing that bothers you the most about Ben Simmons? I think the whole confidence factor of just wanting to take a jump shot. That it's always been that. It's like, bro, you're that you're that self conscious about your shot. And I even heard in in the past with some reports that he was going to, yeah, sports psychologist, yeah, sports psychologist, and about him taking the shot. And man, if it's if it's like that, it's bad. Like that's just it shouldn't be that. I much. read a report. I read a report that said Ben Simmons was pissed off that Ben that Brett Brown called him out and wanted him to take one three a game. He was mad that he said yeah. that, and for the next fifteen games he wouldn't even shoot the ball or shoot the uh, shoot a three pointer. That's bullshit, man. Hey, bro, he's not asking you to shoot fifty a game. He's asking you to shoot one. You've had five years, bro. Remember the clips from four years ago? I know we always bring it up, but like. What the fuck happened, bro? Like, what's wrong? I, Markel Fultz is shooting threes before you, and his arm can't go above his head. Something's wrong with you, bro. And he doesn't even... Look, we always say he doesn't have that bad of a form. It's not that ugly. And people are going to be pissed off at me for saying this. I know he's an all-star. I know he's averaging, what, like 14, 10, and 10, whatever. The fuck are you going to give $180 million to a more athletic version of Draymond Green without the defense? You know what? I will say one thing, though. The less he shoots, the better. Because he can't do shit unless it's a dunk or a layup. I think I made this point earlier. If Tobias Harris, and the way he's been playing, he looks like the second option or a legitimate second option. If he can be the second option and Ben's the third, I like the Sixers more. I will say that. So that brings up the question. We kind of went over a lot of the contenders. I think the only one we didn't really talk about is the Celtics, maybe. The Knicks? Oh, we're not talking about the Knicks? No, stop. Who've come crashing back down to earth after that like three game win streak? <laughs> hey man, Julius Randle's playing good. He's playing forty minutes a game. What the <laughs> it's hell? Like, what the fuck else is gonna score? <laughs> bro, Tom Thibodeau, don't ever change, bro. You you run those guys into the ground. Hey dog, he sticks to his system. Bro, I've never seen a team get so fucking hyped for being seven and eight. <laughs> bro, the East is so fucking trash. Who's the who's the six through eight seed in the East? Off your off the top of your head. Uh, well, I can't do it off the top of my head. I got them in front of me, but you're talking about right now or just prediction wise? No, right now, right now. Well, right now it's the Knicks, Cavs, Hawks, <laughs> Magic. Jeez, like come on, <laughs> bro. <laughs> For, if these three teams get into the playoffs, three sweeps in the first fucking round. Man, that'll be crazy. I don't want to spend so much time on the, on. <laughs> on the Knicks because I think it's fool's gold. I think they will fold. No offense, Knicks fans. But come on, dog. Come on. Let's be real. Knicks fans are the kings of being, why do you say our team sucks? I'm like, 
Because you guys do suck. <laughs> you guys have sucked for my whole life except for one year with Melo. I know, dude. But, hey, uh, let's get into a good team that's that's number one in the East right now. They're 8-4. and four. Let's talk about the Boston Celtics. They got Kimball Walker back. I don't think Kimball Walker is the story, bro. Taco Falls hitting threes, banking them off the glass. That's the story, <laughs> isn't that. it? That's all I've seen. That's all I saw. That must be important, right? <laughs> but, look, trolling aside, trolling aside, I like Pritchard. I like I like what I've seen from Tatum and Brown this year, but I really want to see how this team looks with Kimba. It's only been a couple games. We did say before the season even started that let's see where they go and hopefully they don't struggle for that little month that they don't play without him. It looks like they kept above waters just like the Memphis Grizzlies and it looks like they're going to be making a push. I think you're forgetting something, too, that they had a lot of COVID issues with Tatum and Brown. Didn't they both get COVID? Yeah. They've stayed above water. I know there's been some canceled games. I think they need to make a trade, though. They need to get a big man in there. I read a report today that Andre Drummond, my favorite big man of the last 10 years, Andre Drummond, (laughs) I'm being sarcastic, is going to get traded there. Or there have been talks about him. It was Romeo Langford, Robert Williams, Marcus Smart, and a couple first. Marcus Smart? If they trade Marcus Smart, they're smoking crack. No fucking Andre Drummond, I know he's been good on defense for the Cavs. I get it. It's been 10 games. But why you want a guy that's going to get you 20 and 20 and, like, it's not impactful? Oh, man. that will, I think that will be a losing move if, if the Celtics did that one. You cannot trade Marcus Smart. Not for Andre Drummond. What are they going to do? They're, they're going to they're gonna throw it to him in the post? <laughs> they're going to dump it down to him, let him go to work. He's only taking... He's only taking 16 and a half shots a game to get 19 points. It's like the typical stupid NBA fan. They just assume Andre Drummond is just fucking phenomenal just because he gets 20 and 10. It's like, hey, Andre Drummond, who, he leads the league in rebounds every year. He must be good. I'm going to say it. He's been playing good this year, especially on defense, but I just don't think he's worth it, man. Not for more. You know what? If it was Romeo Langford and Robert Williams and a first for him, I'd take him. No problem. Yeah, that's not bad. He's an but upgrade over. He's a better version of Tristan Thompson, in my opinion. Yeah, is he better than? He's better than. Um, what's his name? Thice. Thice? Yeah. Oh, man, don't be disrespecting Thice like that. He can stretch the floor. He plays hard. <laughs> he's like he's a little mobile. He's probably better than Thice, but Thice at least has the spacing. Yeah, true. So that's always helpful. Drummond's a black hole, too. He's not passing the ball. He's going to go up with it, tip it to himself 18 times. But I think it's the one thing that we just brought up, or you just brought up, is his defense. They're, they will need that. They will just simply need his size. That's just a body that they can put on Embiid or even a guy like Giannis, you know? Did you know he's 27 years old? God, he's been in the league forever. Yeah, he's young, man. Wasted half of his career in Detroit. You mean all of his career, basically, <laughs> in Detroit? Yo, you know he's at, he's shooting a career low forty seven point five percent. That's crazy. <laughs> that's so that's so you bad. You at the rim, dog, like half of the time, bro. <laughs> what you mean? Have all of his shots are <laughs> at the, the fucking fuck, rim, man. I wish there was a stat in basketball that tracked like winning plays. Like Andre Drummond would have to be pretty low on the totem pole. No offense, Andre Drummond. <laughs> well, look be, before we move on to a couple other teams, I just want to say this: talk about the Celtics, the Nets, the Clippers, the Lakers. The Bucks. Is there any other contenders that we're missing? Because I want to ask you a, a big one. Is there any ones we're missing? Maybe the Heat. 
Okay, let's talk about the Heat. What do you think about the Heat? I think they've been solid. I just feel like they've been kind of under the radar. They've had some injuries. Jimmy Butler got banged up. A couple of Avery Bradley started playing recently. I don't. I haven't really seen that much great shit from the Heat. Or I just feel like they've been the Heat. They're under. And I mean, no they're under five hundred right now. They're five and seven. It doesn't really mean much, but. I feel like with the Heat, though, they've always kind of been slow starters. They started off good last year, though. They were undefeated at home at one point. Oh, yeah, and the Lakers came to town and spanked them. <laughs> Thanks for setting that one up. Now we look really unbiased. <laughs> I, I'm fine. If I'm the Heat, I got Jimmy Butler and Bam. I'm not worried at all. And they still got Tyler Hero, who's looked better. No, you're right. Duncan because Robinson. they're 5-7, and seven, but 8 seed right now, the Hawks, they're 6-7. and seven, So it's not like they're far behind. They can easily get back at it. But after we say that, I want to hear, as of right now, what's your finals prediction? Lakers and Bucks. Lakers and the Bucks. Lakers and the Bucks. I'm going to stick Lakers. It was almost the Nets. It was almost the Nets. Almost the Nets. I'm going to go the Nets. I'm going to go the Nets. I hope Kyrie doesn't fuck it up. But, man, the Nets just look good. Just Harden and KD alone. It's, it's so nice, dude. If KD's playing like that. That's just he's gonna will them who are the on Nets so many playing, games. Who are the Nets playing to get there to the finals? Like who's the other team in the Eastern Conference? The Sixers. Damn, that's a bad matchup for the Sixers. I was gonna say if they play anyone with a good like perimeter player, who's guarding him? KD, bro. If they play a team, they're gonna get a lot of switches from Kyrie and James to guard the ball. <laughs> I feel like if the Lakers play them, they're gonna hunt those two so much. Maybe the Celtics. Jalen Brown and yeah, Jason Tatum. Tatum coming out party. Yeah. I like that. That would be a good matchup. It'd be fun. That would. But right now, I think it's definitely the Lakers. There's no reason why. I don't. You shouldn't overreact. I know they lost a 17 point lead tonight, but they've been playing phenomenal all year. It. I don't really see anyone coming close to them. Like we said, AD's on cruise control. LeBron is to a certain extent on cruise control, but he's still playing amazing. He's him and Tom Brady are like fuck father time. They're putting up the biggest fight against it I've ever seen. Yeah, it's insane. What do you think of Lou Dort? I know, I know, we're going completely opposite. I've just been thinking about him a lot. I've been seeing a lot of people talking about shooting forty-four percent from three, whatever the fucking number is. Why didn't Lou Dort play linebacker? It's my big question. <laughs> Six three two twenty-five or whatever the hell he's listed at. Let me hear those stats, you guys. I want to hear them. I'm, I'm, I'm interested now. He's shooting five threes a game. Five point four threes. He's making 43% of them. So what I did, I went to NBA.com. They have these advanced stats. So these stats talk about the nearest defender to Lou Dort when he shoots the ball, okay? So when there's a defender between 0 and 2 feet, he doesn't shoot a 3. When there's a defender 2 to 4 feet, he doesn't shoot 3s. When there's one defender 4 to 6 feet of him, he's shooting half his 3s. He's making 35% at 4 to 6 feet. You following me? Yeah. And then when there's a defender 6 feet away... (laughs) He's shooting 50%. So what does that tell you? <laughs> if there's no defender within six feet of him. He's pulling that bitch. I will say, I don't think it's sustainable, the 42%. Because, I mean, he's shooting 50% right now when there's no defender in six feet. What does that mean? It means they're not even guarding him. I watched the Lakers play the Thunder. Yeah, they dare They left him on a... They, they were like, oh my... Like, LeBron's in help. They swing the bottom. LeBron doesn't move an inch. He's like, all right, if you want to shoot it, take it. I'm going to commend him for having the balls to shoot him. Because like we said, we cannot understate the importance of shooting the shot. He's making them. But I think if defenses start paying a little more attention, I think that number is going to go down. Because he's got a long ass shot. I know you've seen it. <laughs> that he, he that thing is not quick. <laughs> 
It doesn't look bad though. It's not quirky no, or anything. It's not Andre Roberson. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, how many years were the Thunder in a market for a three and D wing? Oh my goodness. He's he's about three years late. Thanks a lot, Roberson. <laughs> and Roberson God. was her for like two years, bro. He was her long time. <laughs> Is he even back? I, I think he came back last year. He played last year in the in, in the bubble, I think. I think he had like one or two games. I think he's done though now. Is he? I have no idea. But going back on Dort, any chance he gets traded, maybe we get to see him on a, an actual contender. If I'm the Thunder, I don't. He's an untouchable for me. He's on a five year, like five million dollar contract, or four for five, like million. Keep that around. That is a valuable piece to have. Oh, that's a tough look, man. Because I would love to see him on on some other team because. The Thunder are probably not going to be contenders in about another two to three years. <laughs> two to three? In like five to six? So by the time that contract's over, <laughs> he's going to be gone. Trade him. <laughs> That's all right. Send for the ride. Look. You got you to gotta put fans in those seats somehow, don't who you? Who do you see him on the, on the a best fit right now? The Nets. <laughs> if the Nets Jesus. get Lou Dort, I'd be really happy Oh, for my them. gosh. And the, if fucking Kyrie goes to die in OKC? No, no, you're not trading Kyrie for Lou Dort straight. He's not that high. <laughs> I don't. I think James Harden would be so happy to see Lou Dort not have to guard him. He'd be like, "Oh my god, I fucking hate you." Look, we talked about how bad Kyrie's trade value is right now. <laughs> Anything's possible, dog. Look, I'm gonna take the conversation there. Realistically, what could you get for Kyrie? If he didn't have that bad in environment and whole thing with the Celtics, imagine the Celtics trading back for him. But we know what it. <laughs> no, but you know what no, I mean, though. Like, get, let the Nets get a guy like Marcus Smart. You're on drug. What about if the What about if Detroit was feeling frisky? He was like, we'll give you D Rose. Oh my Rodney god. Rodney Magruder, and we'll we'll give you Blake. Would you do it? Yes, I would do it. But the Detroit would not do that. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? They need a fucking star. <laughs> they would want Blake and Kyrie. For what? Because they're done. stupid. They, they're they trying to build a 2012 all-star. I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay, I got one more team. I got one more team. You're telling me Minnesota wouldn't, like, try to, wouldn't give D'Lo back for Kyrie? <laughs> or that's just Carl Towns' boy, so we can't get rid of him? Yeah, no. See, that's the thing with Kyrie. If you trade him, do you trade him to a bad team? Are you just like fuck you? Like I we don't care about you. What good team needs a point guard? There's no good team that needs a point guard. Clippers? Yo, Kyrie for us. Kyrie for us. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Get the gang back together. <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be the best storyline. So what just straight up like 10 years. Straight up, yeah. Oh, they can give Oh, uh, I don't know who's losing who's Bertons? losing that trade. No, no, like, come on. <laughs> that'll, that'll be okay, a trade like, rape at that point. So, okay, Russ for Kyrie. Like, what team has to give up a little sweetener to take that? With the the Wizards, right? Or the Nets? No, the Wizards will have to sweeten up the deal. <laughs> Wizards could give you, like, all right, we'll give you uh, Kyrie, Russ and uh, look, Jerome Rob Isaac. Look, I know, I know you're fucking around with the whole Russell Westbrook thing. Is it possible that they can get Bradley Beal? The Nets? Yes. No, no, no way. They're not going to trade Kyrie. No, Bradley Beal's too high to get from. Like, I want to do a Kyrie for Beal swap because Kyrie's not worth it. What if you give him Kyrie and. They ain't got nobody left. <sighs> Joe Harris? Who? Kyrie? D- no, fuck no. That's too. Okay, that's just like, bro, you have no team left. 
Bro, Bradley Beal, KD, and James Harden, though? That's all you need. Who's the point guard? <laughs> James Harden. Harden? You gonna dribble who the gives air a fuck? KD, who cares? Bradley Beal can play a little bit of point guard. You're fucking crazy, bro. Do it for Russ. Russ for Would Kyrie that be the all-in, get... all chips in, in the middle of the table kind of thing? <laughs> Bro, That'll be nuts. They would have to get like five guys on the buyout market. That'll be fucking insane, dude. I would love to see it. The NBA will go fucking nuts. You're on drugs. That's not <laughs> happening. What about the Clippers? What Kyrie for who? Paul George? <laughs> nah. <laughs> no. No, uh, Kyrie for Lou Will and Lou Will Zubac? and then throwing Pat Beverly. I don't know. Yeah, Pat Beverly, Lou Will, and Zubac. I'll do that trade. I wouldn't be bad. I don't think the Clippers will do that <laughs> though. Be- no, hell no. No, no. Come on. The net. They need a little more. Who's on the Clippers? We could, what about, okay, how about this? What about Beverly, Lou Will, Marcus Morris, and Batum? Oh, my God. That's a, that's a haul. That's too much for Kyrie. I am not giving <laughs> my that God. up. All right, what about Kennard, Lou Will, and Zubak in a first-round pick? That's not bad. Okay, that's not bad. Marcus Morris, though, that's that's too much. You're insane. There's Kyrie Irving, I don't. I know I don't like it, but come on, you got to at least get one star back for Kyrie. <laughs> His values that down though. What about if they do like a three tw- a three team swap with the Wizards? They get Russ and Ibaka back. Man, yeah, the Clippers are not going to give that way, Ibaka though. No, but that way they the Nets can start Russ, Jeff Green, Durant, Ibaka. They can finally get like the OKC five out there <laughs> and Harden. That'll be crazy. OKC in twenty twenty. What are they gonna be called? The the Brooklyn Thunder? That's better than the Brooklyn. Hey, Nets. low key, that sounds kinda hard, bro. The Brooklyn Thunder. The Brooklyn Thunder. I know, I'm with it. It sounds like a dope ass team, to be honest. Sounds better than Oklahoma City. Even though we got used to it because they're good. If you know if Oklahoma City was not good, everyone would have clowned that shit for years, right? Oh, they're lucky they had Durant and Russ and Harden. They still are low-key assholes for what they did to Seattle, but let's not even get into it right now. Yeah. Well, I think that's about it. Do you want to talk about anyone else? No, I'm I'm done after hearing all the bullshit Kyrie <laughs> trades we made. Hey, if you guys are listening, thank you. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> man. Kyrie, Kyrie fans are fucking, their mind is exploding right now. Kyrie, bro, best dribbler in the league. Best dribbler? No, it's James Harden. Oh, my God. He's the two best dribbles. Kyrie Irving's amazing, bro. I buy his shoes. Hey, don't don't disparage the Kyrie Irving shoes, man. I'm a fan of those. (laughs) The early ones, the Cleveland ones. Look, his shoes are dope. But he sucks. Nah, he doesn't suck. I'll take that back. (laughs) Oh, my God. Fuck you. Let's go. He doesn't. Wrap look, it up. look. <laughs> all right. The, the Kyrie slander should stop here. Okay. The Kyrie slander. Who do you more, Kyrie or Lamar? Kyrie. Kyrie, bro. Oh, my God. Lamar. Oh my I just gosh. hate Lamar because people boost him up a little bit too much. But Kyrie, no. I look, his game is dope, though. Like, his game is fun to watch. He's crafty with the ball. He finishes like crazy. He made a good movie. He's, that movie went bad. <laughs> exactly. Uncle, Uncle Drew. Was Drew. Hard. Like he's he's cool, bro. It's just the whole Celtic situation and the whole looniness and craziness and not playing. It just rubs me the wrong way, man. I, I'm gonna stop talking about Kyrie, okay? Hopefully he comes back and 
everything works out and it's the whole magical world the magic is in the air and it's nets against lakers okay let's just hope we get the finals we all want okay <laughs> lebron against Kyrie. lebron going to sun him <laughs> oh man that'll be great the odds are that you guys are listening to this on spotify apple Podcasts, or youtube is very high because those are the three major platforms that we're on okay and if you're not already following subscribing or five-star rate us, or like the video, what the hell are you doing, dog? Pause the video right now and go do that, all right? Obliterate that like button and subscribe button the way one just obliterated Kyrie Irving's trade value, please. <laughs> I'm like I'm like Madden. I'm like Madden in, in trade deals right now with, with the trade value of players. Oh, God. <laughs> Should you know, one day can we have an all like a Madden podcast? I would love to do it. I would love to play any any the the followers in Madden. I know half of you guys, so I'm pretty sure I'll demolish all you guys. Look, that's a future podcast. <laughs> the Madden, our Madden, our history with Madden. I know, right? But what else? What else are we missing? Social media. You gotta love it. You gotta kind of hate it at the same time because players kind of use it as a as a weapon, I should say. <laughs> but we don't. We don't use it as a weapon, bro. We use it for good, all right? We're always posting pictures. We're always posting polls on Instagram. We're tweeting here and there. Max is going to battles on, on Reddit, apparently. Yeah, bro. They keep they keep fucking destroying my comments because the account's too new. But no, I'm still fighting, bro. I'm fighting Reddit Hashtag right now. Toxic Max and Reddit? <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm not toxic. I'm just out here. People saying, oh, look at all these good players. I'm like, come on. I can't wait. I, I can't wait. Right, right now, that's in the process. Right now, but we're gonna we're gonna be screenshotting those and see if we can get some funny um, debates and little discussions on Reddit and post them on social media. And if you want to follow us, we're we're almost at four hundred uh, followers. Okay, so hit that follow button. It's at Max underscore Juancast. Thank you guys for all the support. I love it. Juan loves it. And most importantly, you guys love us. So help us help you. Help us. Right? That's <laughs> yeah, what that's all about right. It was shaky, but it got there. <laughs> Whatever, bro. Just send this home, man. Look, I'm going to send this home. Look, YouTube day. been hating on my beats, dog. I've been getting copyrighted left and right. Copy claim. <laughs> <laughs> they trying to put you. They trying to put your boy down, all right? I'm trying to be DJ, and they over here copywriting our our outros dog i don't care i'm gonna keep on playing the music i hope you guys look forward to it every podcast at the end rock your head to the beat whether you're in your car or or you're in your headphones i try to make it sound nice bro that's what i do but with that said it's your boy juan and i'm out dog this is max i'm signing off we'll see what the pickles pod later this week i'm gonna get get my crown back from one (laughs) see you guys friday peace